Hey, and welcome to the Marketing Automation Podcast by Active Demand, your weekly dip into the world of marketing automation, where you get tips for your agency, SaaS product, or B2B company. I'm your host, Adriel, and why don't we get it started? My guest today is Johnny Wenzel from Pod Marketing. Johnny's the manager of marketing science there, and he's a pretty smart guy. Welcome to the show, Johnny. Thanks. It's great to be here. <laughs> is that too much? <laughs> no, that's, that's just right. That's just right. Just right. Yeah, I mean, so um, Johnny, you know a ton about the platform. Um, I've uh, kind of picked your brain for a couple of blog posts that I've written, and, uh, and you've had some really smart things to say that I, I haven't run into in the you know 15 years that I've been doing marketing. So i um, really glad to have you on the show. Um, one of the things that I was hoping to, to kind of pick your brain about is, uh, is attribution and understanding um, more about the customers, how we get them, the value of those customers. Um, what kind of cutting edges are you working uh, on today? Sure. So this is actually something I'm very passionate about is so often there's these are clients that we have we have many different clients, different sizes, and they're spending money on AdWords mm-hmm. uh, now called Google ads or Facebook ads or, or elsewhere. And they never know where it's going. There's that quote from John Wanamaker. You know, I, half my advertising is working. I just don't know which half. Yeah. So we've, I'm really passionate about trying to actually figure out which half is working and finding out what revenue, or I guess what campaigns are leading to, to which revenue. And, the technology that Active Demand is really great for this. It's something that um, is probably underutilized, and uh, a lot of people they they can get a lot better at tracking which campaigns, and not even just which campaigns, but which keywords are leading to actual revenue dollars. Yeah, I mean, um, like I think a lot of people out there have Google Analytics and Google Analytics conversions. They might have like form conversions and, and that kind of thing, but uh, getting phone calls out of it. Um, and then beyond the, like a, a form conversion by itself for a lot of clients out there is, is not like a great, uh, goal because a lot of times the form might be filled out by, I don't know, someone who's kicking the tire, someone who's not, not a real buyer. Right. So right off the bat, we've definitely used Taxman's, uh, captcha to make sure we saw we were getting a bunch of spam. Mm. And so it was nice to at least filter that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's really important to know where your value is coming from where you're, whether it's you're getting high value clients or you're just selling a $20 product, it's really important that you, you're able to identify you know, what is the value of a form submission? What is the value of a phone call? Mm-hmm. And target accordingly you know, what, what you want to get. Yeah. For, for some of our clients, we, they want the form submissions. Uh, they, they found that it leads to more revenue for them. And so we actually direct their ad and other traffic more towards that the website. We have a call to action saying, you know, sign up on the form. Uh, and that's because we've done the research, we've done the tracking and proven that there's more revenue associated with those for that particular client. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, one of the things that, uh, that I've, I've really enjoyed in the past is working with clients that have been e-commerce because you could always tie back like, the dollars you could see. Oh yeah, with the, this kind of customer, average basket size is a hundred dollars. This kind of customer, average size is fifty dollars. So you could get even further down into the conversion. That was always interesting, but it was always it always seemed out of grasp for for customers who were lead gen or B two B or just didn't sell directly online. Right. I actually started in e commerce, and so uh, I loved that, and to the point where we were. We would try and tie the profit rather than the revenue back oh, to yeah. 
to the advertising. And so you can see I spent $100 on this campaign, got $150 in profit. Okay, that's good. As opposed to just revenue. So I was all into that. And then I switched over to the lead gen world. And I was like, well, how do you tell what's successful? How do you tell it's profitable? Because it's not pulling that in anymore. Uh, and then we were able to see that through some of the stuff Active Demand can do. Uh, and certain integrations, mm-hmm. you can really tie dollars back in the lead gen world back to the AdWords campaigns. So, like, how do you how do you tell how do you tie dollars back? I get it with e-commerce. Someone buys the hundred dollar thing. I've got thirty points on that. Boom! I make thirty dollars. As long as my advertising is cheaper than that, I'm making money. Um, how do you do that for a lead? So Bob comes into your website. Bob fills out the form. Now, how do you tie back the dollars from Bob's sale? Right. So the key here is with some sort of integration. And so mm-hmm. ActVent's integrated with PipeDrive. And PipeDrive is a, a sales pipeline tool mm-hmm. where you're able to put in the value of deals. And so if you have a certain client, uh, it's worth X dollars. You put in what that value is. And then once you've closed that deal, you mark that it's been closed in mm-hmm. PipeDrive. From there, because of the integration, you can push that back into Active Demand. And because Active Demand is really good at tracking all of the data from an original visitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if someone came from a Google ad, for example, something called a Google Click ID or GClick that has all the information about that click. If you have a workflow in Active Demand that's just kind of waiting to see if, did this click ever turn into something? Did it turn into a pipe drive one deal, as it's called? Uh, once that event happens, it can tie that revenue to the click. From there, Act Demand pushes that into Google Analytics. And so you're looking at analytics. Now you're going to have transaction data in analytics. So you can see that from this campaign, this keyword led to this sale worth $1,000, whatever it might be. Very cool. So you're not just doing this is how many sales we did this month. You're doing this is how many sales we did this month. Here are the channels that would attribute to the sales. And not only that, but let's get the revenue dollars per transaction into analytics and into the channels themselves. Like if you're, if you're pulling it through the GCL ID, it's getting right back to that session, that, that click in Google AdWords, right? Google ads now. Yeah. And like from analytics, you can import it into Google ads so that everything about that click from the time of day, the device it was on, the gender of the person, you now have revenue data associated to that. And so if you have enough volume, you can even see, you know what? Females aged 45 to 54, they click a lot less and their conversion rate's actually a lot less than anyone else, but the value's there. More revenue come to that group. And that's the magic of this whole thing is things that you thought were working that had higher click-through rates or higher conversion rates were generating more leads for you maybe isn't actually where the bottom line for your business is happening. And you can tie it all together uh, by setting something like this up. Very cool. I mean, getting a, a, a value per demographic or average return per demographic is crazy detailed and something that would be, I mean, really useful because once you've got that information, the, you know, the uh, demo that you just described there and you can start doing bid adjustments on that stuff. Yeah, you can really start building a, a even better uh, uh, cost per conversion uh, campaigns, right? Yeah. And even Google has a whole bunch of automated options. That's their big thing they're pushing is machine learning, automated bidding, where you say uh, CPA bidding, I want to spend $100 for conversion and it optimizes for that. And that's great. But they also have an option called return on ad spend or 
uh, ROAS, yeah. which now instead of just optimizing to get you that call or form submission, you don't know what's going to happen after the call happens, after the form submission happens. Is it going to be good? You can now optimize your bidding. Google can do it automatically for you using all of their machine learning and algorithms to get you the most ROI on your ad spend. And so you can really leverage all of Google's automation tools with this. Yeah, very cool. I mean, um, you know, I've, I've worked with a lot of clients. There's very few of them where I've actually been able to get it down to like ROAS, the return on ad spend. But the ones where I could, oh, it was beautiful because uh, nothing else matters. Very else little bit matters. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. I mean, uh, it, it becomes this, uh, this single point of truth that you can always come back to to understand whether it's working or not, right? The, the customers are always looking for the value or are they getting marketing that's, uh, that's valuable to them or not? And uh, yeah, that sounds, that sounds very close to, to what you'd need in a very difficult to measure uh, situation. Definitely. And as an agency, that's such a huge selling point when you know this other agency is giving you leads, like we're telling you how much revenue we can get you. Uh, that's, it just gives you such an advantage. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of customers out there, that's why they get into marketing is, is they want to accelerate their business, accelerate business growth. And, and frequently when they're talking to marketing, the thing they need is more sales or, or uh, maybe some of them, especially in a, in a hot job market, might need more uh, applicants, right? But uh, being able to understand where your dollars are going and, and where your hires or your uh, sales are coming from is super critical and, and attribution is very interesting. Uh, tell, tell me uh, one thing that, that uh, I've been curious and one thing that I've been working on recently is is the difference between first and last touch attribution. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's uh, so as a Google Premier partner, we, we talk with them and they give us feedback on what they think we should do. Mm-hmm. Um, the best bar none is if you can, and this is within the Google uh, environment, if you have enough data, enough conversion data, click data, they have a model called data-driven mm-hmm. where they use machine learning to identify which interactions lead to the, are the most, uh, contribute the most to the conversion and they weigh it accordingly. Uh, none of our clients have that level of data and mm-hmm. so we haven't been able to. Uh, it really depends on your business. Like certain types of business, if you are in an industry or you have a brand that's really not well known at all, kind of brand new to the market, Mm -hmm. then you might care a lot more about that first click because you know that they didn't see an ad on TV of you or something like that. Like this is the first interaction they've had with your brand ever. There's something to it. Uh, There's some value that should be put there. If you're more established, last click might be more effective. In our agency, we kind of do a mix. There's one Mm -hmm. within Google Ads. It's called position-based where it gives 40% to the first click 40% 40% to the last click and 20% spread among any click that happened in between those, mm-hmm. uh, which we find is sort of the best. And that's the recommendation Google gave us to use the best way to just kind of spread the love uh, across all clicks, but really depends on your goals. Yeah. I mean, that's, that sounds like a super reasonable uh, attribution model to use. I mean, um, first is always expensive and it's always like the first but uh it's always interesting to see what finally like broke the straw that broke the camel's back what was it that finally pushed them over the edge because that tells such a uh typically such a truth in marketing there's usually something in there that really really resonated with the client or maybe it was just the right time (laughs) and it was just luck (laughs) yeah that's hard to tell for sure Uh, yeah we like to look at the the timeline feature of active demand because 
we can track within Google, but what about what happened on Facebook? What about they came from a social post somewhere? And so it, it's, it's nice to be able to look at all the session data in one place in the, the act and then timeline view because uh, we get to see everything that happened and start to guess. It's guesswork at this point, but you know what? Like they came back to the site a couple times from Pinterest even. And hmm. that was the one that did it. So maybe we should really beef up our Pinterest board for this client, something like that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it's always interesting because if you were just to use Google Analytics and you look at just your conversion data and you don't have super enhanced attribution, uh, you might think, oh, 80% of our customers, um, their first visit with us was when they converted. They came to the website, they bought, that's the end of the story. But the real story is never like that. If the real story is they saw your email, there, uh, someone else in the same company saw the email and read it. And then they, the next day, went and did the thing. Ah, oh, that's not random. It's not manna from heaven that just comes in and, and just shows up because you're a great company. You did something to get them there. You just didn't connect it properly. And I, I, I've always, uh, it's always been interesting how different that, uh, that 80% or whatever is in analytics just by default there that, that you typically see. Uh, versus the reality of, oh man, it's so much less. Actually, there's always a reason why they've, they've reached out to you. You just don't know. Yeah. And that's, data can only take you so far and it can often lie to you. You have to be really careful with data. And that's, I'm as big a data nerd and a fan of data mm -hmm. as, as anyone, but sometimes it can mislead you. It's, it's always worth doing the qualitative and quantitative research. Ask people like, how did you hear about us? Um, that's why I like this whole pulling the revenue back in because so often, uh, before we do this or for the clients where we can't do this, we say, Hey, we got you so many leads for half of what you said is your target. We're killing it for you. And then they say, yeah, but we're not seeing it in our business. We're not hmm. seeing the growth. We're not seeing it. And it's frustrating for us. It's like, well, that's our job. It's your job to, to do the rest, but, uh, maybe there's more to the story that the data is not telling. And so you always have to be little cautious with, with data and very um, precise and considerate of all of the variables and, and factors. Yeah. Well, I mean, like what you're talking about, um, this disconnect between marketing and sales. Marketing is like, yeah, we're giving you all these, all these leads and sales is saying, we're not seeing it or man, those leads suck or, or whatever the case is, right? I, I, I'd imagine with the customers you have connected with uh, the CRM like Pipedrive or whatever, uh, right connected in with your marketing automation platform, you've probably better able to see that connection, better able to see where your marketing efforts have brought in like tremendous business for the client. Yeah. It gives you the complete story, all the data you need. Awesome. Yeah. Attribution. Love it. It's uh, it's always uh, something that we're working on, something that everyone's trying to work on to get a more complete picture of. And I think the more complete picture you have of attribution, the more you can figure out what 50% is working and 50% you're wasting of your marketing dollars. Right. Exactly. Thanks for listening this week. If you think someone else at your company should listen to this podcast, send them the link activedemand.com forward slash podcast. We've also got lots of great articles on our blog that go into really specific in-depth topics to help you out. If you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like covered, shoot us an email at support at activedemand.com or send us a tweet. Thanks again for listening and have a killer day making your business better through automation.